Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Talking about last night's debate, if you think you, uh, well, I'd like to hear who you thought was a winner. Send us a note. We'd love to hear who you thought won. I'm not sure many uh, minds were changed last night. Uh, We talked to pollsters uh, earlier on this week. They were hoping that the debate would somehow uh, shake something loose. I'm not sure anything shook loose last night. Let's bring in Christo Avali, Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council, postdoctoral fellow in history, University of Toronto. And Christo is with us now. Christo, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me. You must have been impressed how uh, Jagmeet Singh did last night, leader of the NDP. Yeah, no, I think that, you know, if if you can declare that someone was a winner, I think you would probably select him. I would, I would know, agree with that. I would agree with that 100%. You know, it's hard, six people on the stage, you know, multiple issues flying by, but in terms of his ability to get those, um, get those, uh, zingers out in terms of his ability to stay on message, in terms of his ability to attack without becoming unlikable when you're attacking. I think he was the most successful. I think, you know, Blanchette from the block had some good moments. I thought that Andrew Shear, you know, really struggled in the first two debates, and maybe he didn't win tonight, but he was better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think a lot of people could take away something positive. But I think Jagmeet Singh was definitely the winner. A lot of people are talking about how the format of the debate did not make this any easier, whether it's six people on stage, the number of moderators we had. Um, do you? Is it better to have those fringe candidates on stage that bring out uh, those elements of the mainstream parties, or does it take away... Uh, there's just too many people that gets lost in the sauce. Well, I think... You know, rather than make a judgment about should smaller parties be included, because I think that's a bigger discussion, I think that when you have six parties on stage or five parties on stage even, the structure becomes all the more important. And I don't think this structure worked for six parties. I felt that it was it was too chaotic. And if you had three, maybe four people on stage, then it could have worked. But with five or six people, it, it really led to this moment where it's like, okay, so who's debating who? And then now it's open debate and they all get to speak, but then some of them get like five seconds on an issue and some of them get 40 seconds. And, you know, we don't get to talk about that issue again. So everyone's trying to interrupt each other to get their point in so yeah. that they can be heard. And with that in mind, you know, if you are going to do a six person debate and, you know, if six parties are viable in Canada, whether or not you consider their, the PPC to be viable is a matter for debate. But if there are going to be six viable parties at the federal level in Canada, you'll need to include them all. But I think you'll need to move to a much more structured debate. Maybe we need a longer debate. Maybe we need two and a half hours to get it done. I'm not sure. But it didn't quite work last night. Early on in this campaign, we talked about the NDP and the Greens being neck and neck. Uh, Some saying that perhaps the Greens might overtake the NDP as the third party. Boy, uh, Jagmeet Singh has certainly spun that around, hasn't he? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it, the polls were very were in disagreement on that. There were some polls suggesting the Greens were slightly in front and some polls suggesting that there was a tie. But there were also many polls that have consistently had the NDP at double the Green support. So that was never really like a confirmation. The Greens certainly did have some momentum in the summer, but that wave has seemed to subside. And I think it's a mixture of Singh performing really well since the campaign has started. Uh, and, and, and through all three of the debates. But I also think it's, you know, the Greens have had a lot of issues that come with becoming, you know, a main party. You know, when you start polling at 10% consistently, you start getting more scrutiny. Uh, you get more positive coverage, but you also get more scrutiny. And the Greens, I don't think, held up to that scrutiny in a lot of ways, hmm. whether it's inconsistency on their position on abortion, or whether it's inconsistency 
on their position with uh, do we vet candidates, how do we vet candidates, what do we vet them on, on things like sovereignty, let's say, in Quebec. And whether or not you agree with the green positions or not, it's tricky to know exactly where they stood. There was the whole kerfuffle in New Brunswick where they, they recruited 14 people from the NDP, and then that went down to seven, and that went down to five, and then eventually it was only two people. And so all of these sorts of things really indicate for me that they they were sort of given the opportunity to take the limelight, but they haven't really succeeded in doing it. Hmm. How did the prime minister do last night? You know, it was an interesting effort. I think that if, if his goal was to to offer a tax on Andrew Scheer, I think he certainly did that. Whether they landed or not is another question. But it was weird that, you know, he, he sort of was invisible a little bit, which is, you know, sort of weird for the prime minister. You'd think that, one, you know, he would be the focal point, and then, two, he would, you know, kind of command the stage. He is right in the middle of the stage. Uh, he is the prime minister. He's the leader of the biggest party. He's the one by far with the highest known recognition. And yet he was sort of invisible. And this, thing, I think... Do you think that was by design, Christo? Stay low, let the others fight it out? I mean, maybe, but I mean, it, it depends what uh, Trudeau's goal is. If Trudeau's goal is to maybe win a minority, maybe he feels he's in that position. But, you know, with Jagmeet Singh continuing to, you know, capture the imagination of Canadians, as we've seen on social media and whatnot... That's going to make winning a majority government very difficult. And same thing with the rise of the bloc. And the bloc leader was not, not without his moments last night either. And so I don't know if that strategy will ultimately work. And I think that you know Trudeau still did make moments. And I think we noticed something from the prime minister is that when he's criticized and when the criticism comes off as fair, I do tend to notice him sort of snap at people. So, uh, you know, whether it was yeah, or yeah. here or May, who in all different in different ways, I think, made, you know, gen- genuine criticisms of the prime minister, he sort of lashed at them. And I don't know if he came off well. And I don't know if you saw, you know, Global did a sort of minute by minute um, tracker last night of how people thought about the, the politicians. And mm. by the end of the night, everyone was negative except for Singh, who was vastly positive. But Trudeau, I think, was the biggest loser in that regard last night. I don't think Canadians were impressed. Christo Abelis has been with us, Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council, postdoctoral fellow in history at the University of Toronto. Christo, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, we were talking to uh, pollsters earlier this week, and they said that uh, because everything is kind of flatlined right now, uh, the uh, the two main parties, liberals and conservatives, pretty much neck and neck. Um, something in the debate, hopefully, will jerk this loose. And and but I don't know. I, I don't think we saw too many uh, major changes, major bombs, or, or shoes to hit the floor extra last night. Let's bring in Alex Pearson, host of On Point with Alex Pearson, Global News Radio. You can hear right here every weeknight. She is with us now. Alex, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Hello, hello. So your thoughts on how all of this unfolded? Ugh, far. I w- hated that debate. You know, I, I think the first thing that stands out to me is just too much stuff going on, too many too many people on stage, too many moderators, too many people asking questions. I know it's dull, but why don't we just have one really strong moderator and they just read out a list of questions and we get answers from everybody? I mean, I think we're trying to make this too much of a TV show. 100%. Canadians, in my opinion, have been failed. Not only are we only getting one English debate, thanks to the Trudeau government making it that way, but what Canadians got last night was jibber-jabber, broken sentences, nothing impactful, none of the issues were addressed, 
and it was a complete and utter chaotic disaster. No closing statements. Um, you know, if you're just trying to figure out who is your person in this election, you didn't get that last night. Not at all. I thought the whole thing was a giant mess. And frankly, I think it doesn't do anything to help, uh, you know, what has already been a true... So how do you think these should be moderated? How do you think they should be done? Again, I know it's incredibly boring, but I say you just get one person there and you ask them all very poignant questions. They all get the same question. They all get the same amount of time to answer. Even the debate portions. I mean, they're a complete waste of time because if you've got a minute to debate, any one of the uh, candidates is going to take up as much time as they possibly can just babbling simply yep. because that gives the other guy less time or girl less time. Right. It's all about not making the point. But, yeah. you know, the, the thing is, why was the Bloc Québécois in that room? They yeah. had no business being on that stage. Yeah. Why was Maxime Bernier on that stage? He had no business being on that stage. And I'll even argue that at this point, Elizabeth May really didn't and shouldn't have been on that stage. What we needed to hear from was the two people that will ultimately be chosen Prime Minister on October 21st, and Jagmeet Singh, who will likely hold up, uh, you know, could hold up the balance of power. But what what we didn't get was any actual substantive conversation. I didn't hear one word about health. Health has not even been a factor in this election. It's one of it is the most important. Well, and, and you know, it, it, it wasn't even mentioned during uh, any of the topics. And no. Elizabeth May ventured off to go on and talk about it a bit on her own. But still, you're right. There was it, it just seemed very odd what the what the topics were. Yeah, the topics were weird. You know, we've heard nothing of from any of these leaders about how they will deal with a pending recession coming down the pike. I mean, there are such serious issues facing this country. And none of them were talked about. Um, you know, where I do think there were some moments. Look, Andrew Shear, I think, landed some very big body blows on Trudeau. He did what he needed to do. Jagmeet Singh, I mean, obviously he gets uh, attention. And yep. points for, you know, he, he's, I think in this election he has proved to just, he's able to find those moments and just be a normal person. Yeah. Speak to the issues as a normal person. And I, I think that has ingratiated him with a lot of people who had written him off. But I don't think he's left himself enough runway because, as you know, Scott, he got into this race so late. Yeah. I think that is going to go against him. And I think Jugmeet, very nice moment. I think yeah. Jugmeet Singh is one of those people, you know, uh, right leader, wrong party. I mean, I think if Jugmeet Singh was a liberal, he'd have way more success than mm-hmm. he is now. I don't, well, no. I mean, ideologically, both parties are so far left. And, yeah. and that's what Trudeau has tried to do. It, it, it is eclipsed. But I say the no one in their right mind should be voting liberal. Period. They don't deserve it. It's, forget the black. <laughs> hey, let me ask you about this. Yeah. What about the opening uh, statement when they? I think they were just supposed to talk about leadership, and all of a yeah. sudden, sheer ba boom goes right yep. for the jugular, goes right for the black face, tells the guy he's not fit to uh, to govern. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe that's what Sheer had to do because he, he sort of got criticized in the in the French debate. But that being said, wow, it just seems so out of place. It seemed very oh. awkward. Strategically, it was a very smart move because he's got one English debate. He's got one chance to make a mark. And you've got to remember, these debates aren't actually set up to be a debate at this point anymore because the format of them never works. Yeah. These guys are all trying to get that money clip that's going to roll out for the next few days. And that clip, did, and that that clip did the make it did yep. make the news, that's for that's sure. Actually, it was one of the first things I ran on the show last night. So it did work strategically. But these, these um, debates, as you, well, as you mentioned, are about allowing a guy like uh, Justin Trudeau to rag the puck on, on issues, not making any mistakes, and then get out of there and never have to turn back. 
So Sheer got those 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 body blows in, but I do think that Singh did some damage as well because he was able to kind of just ingratiate himself by making a comment like, "Yeah, no, I'm not Andrew Sheer. I mean, I don't look like the guy." And yeah, he was funny, but as I as I was about to say, it, this to me is. If you're looking for an alternative to Justin Trudeau, you actually got one last night. You've got one in Jagmeet Singh. You've got a better environmental plan. Uh, plan. But to me, the Liberals shouldn't even be in contention at the point. It should be between, you know, sheer Jagmeet Singh and, I guess, the Green Party. Because it's, as far as I'm concerned, the blackface is the least of Trudeau's problems. There's so much garbage that he'd already been caught doing. Um, before that that should have been automatically a, a disqualifying. And it fact. seemed, you know, as I'm watching the debate last night, it seemed uh, I, I, I'm not getting the answers to questions that I want to hear. And, and, and maybe, maybe obviously because there's six people, all the time has to be divided up equally. But, I, you know, I don't want to hear so much from the fringe candidates. I want to hear the two main guys Talk yeah. about what they want to do and and, and, and and how they're going to deal with things moving forward. And right. and what we really saw, I mean, this obviously benefits the third and fourth place parties more than anyone else because they have literally nothing to lose and the most to gain. Yeah. Well, the other guy, you know, and, and Andrew Shear's trying to make his points where, while, you know, the prime minister just sort of sits back and hopes everybody else fights and he doesn't even have to open his mouth. Yeah, I mean, all Justin Trudeau had to do last night, sorry, that's a very loud car behind me, uh, all he had to do last night was not lose, but I don't think he had very good moments. He didn't actually win any arguments. I thought he got defeated on a lot of points. I think Elizabeth May took some big shots at him uh, that hurt. I thought he looked ashen. I thought he looked stressed out. I don't know what he's done to his hair. I think he got it dyed a very dark black, which I thought was off-putting, but he didn't look comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, though, all he had to do was not stick his, his three feet in his mouth. Yeah. So he didn't, you know, he did avoid doing that. But again, Canadians weren't served by this debate, Scott. And I think that's the biggest unfortunate thing yeah. is that, you know, they're not going to get a chance to hear actual arguments. And the way that the, the debate was set up made it impossible for anyone to do any kind of exchange. Like, we have not heard anything on foreign policy. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. So and it's crazy to me, all these big issues that are not being discussed. Do you think this debate will move the needle at all as we head into the election? I don't know. You know, I think I think what it might do for Sheer is shore up some of the support of conservatives who weren't sure, who didn't like that he was being kind of seen as weak. So he might shore up support from that. Some of the Maxine Bernier people might say, you know what, I don't want Trudeau coming back, so I am going to move my vote over to Sheer. I do think Jugmeet Singh. Um, will have moved the dial just a little bit because yeah. he has, you know, in the last couple of weeks, he's had some very good moments, certainly on Indigenous issues. Yeah. I thought they all mucked up uh, this issue of Bill. And, and, that, uh, and that's, fascinating. That, that's fascinating when you think about it too, Alex, because it wasn't that long ago we were talking about how the NDP were getting trampled by the Green Party and that they were fighting for third-party status over the NDP. Yeah. It now appears that the NDP will hold that position and secure well, that. that. That's because Elizabeth May, I mean, she's got wacky, wacky ideas. Yeah. She, as much as people kind of like her because she's humorous, first of all, she's got wacky policies. But second of all, when she speaks, unlike Jagmeet, Jagmeet makes it a very human exchange. She can yeah. break down an issue and make it very human, whereas she goes off in the weeds on, well, when I was in subcommittee of section bill 8-5. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it sounds more like an activist. 
Yeah, and yeah. so for me, if the Green Party wants to actually start becoming a serious party, they've got to get rid of her and bring in someone like a Mike Schreiner, someone who, you know, is kind of, uh, you know, not seen as an activist. But I think she has already she's blown the chance for that party to, to kind of be the, the game maker in this election. And I do think Jagmeet Singh... Uh, will do better. But I think the Bloc Québécois is going to be one of these stories, Scott, that we're now dealing with, yeah. um, uh, you know, moving forward after t- October 21st, because you're going to have two scenarios playing out in this country. And I think if Trudeau gets back in, you're going to have a very angry, divided country. Quebec will talk separation again, but Alberta is going to, yeah. is already talking uh, separation. So you've got a very kind of divided country that someone's going to have to govern and bring back together. Uh, do you think there's more of a chance now of the left splitting the vote? Oh, God, it's so hard to say. I, you know, one thing about the conservative vote is that it's very motivated. They will vote come hell or high water. They're not going to miss the vote. The left, though, they do tend, I'm not sure the millennials are going to come out and vote, not like they did last time, because there's not an exciting, shiny object like pot. Um, and they may be so frustrated with Trudeau that they just say to hell with it. But, again, there may be some people who saw the performance in the last, I'd say, two weeks of Jagmeet Singh and say, you know what, I like this guy. I, I don't necessarily want him to govern, but I'm happy to park my vote with him. Because, again, when you ask him a pretty straightforward question, like, are we just going to write an open check to Indigenous people? You know, for him to come back without even a pause, and it isn't even a talking point, well, would you say this to Toronto or Montreal? Would you even question how much we'd spend to get clean drinking water? Those moments, I think, have played very well for him. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I think turned a lot of heads saying, oh, I underestimated him. Alex Pearson is with us, host of On Point with Alex Pearson, Global News Radio. Make sure you're listening tonight. Alex, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Cheerio. My pleasure. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.